Welcome to the Embracing Midlife Podcast. I'm your host, Sharon Hastie. I'm a coach and practitioner of hypnosis and NLP. This podcast is about embracing midlife, the challenges and the opportunities. As a midlife woman, you have likely spent most of your life looking after others, and now it's time to start looking after you. For many of us, midlife is a time of deep reflection on the things we have done in our lives, but also the things we are yet to do. It's a time of many transitions, some good, some not so good. And it's also a time to revive your dreams. You know, the ones you had before life got in the way. Life is far from over and there is plenty of time to work towards your goals and dreams. This podcast is packed with health, well-being, and mindset tips, motivation and support for navigating your way through midlife and beyond. You're listening to the Embracing Midlife podcast with Sharon Hasty. In this episode, I talk about four things I learned from letting my hair go grey. There's a perception in society that grey hair means you're old. Although this is changing in recent years, especially during COVID, with many women being unable to access hairdressers, they were forced to embrace their sparkles. Several years ago, a lot of younger women started dyeing their hair silver. Now, they could have named this trend anything, but what did they call it? Granny hair, which I believe just reinforces the association with grey hair and old age. I started embracing my wisdom highlights, as I like to call them, at 54. And now at 55, I am fully grey, albeit with a few blonde highlights, which just serves to brighten the otherwise dull colour and makes it look more silver. So if you're tossing up whether to go grey or not, here are some things that I learned along the way that may be helpful to you. I agonised over this decision for months. What would people think? Would I look old? Would I hate it? Which is kind of surprising because for any other hair colour, I would have just done it and thought about it later. After all, it's only hair. Maybe because it is a big commitment to go grey. It takes months, sometimes years, depending on the length of your hair. Even if you decide to shave your head and start from scratch, as some women do, that's a big decision compared to walking into a hairdresser and getting a different coloured dye put in or grabbing a different box at the supermarket. At least it was for me. I originally started dyeing my hair in my late teens. Semi-permanent at first, then more permanent colours later on. So many different colours, all the shades of red from Auburn to Fire Engine, black, blonde, purple, you name it, I probably had a crack at it. I found it fun, I love changing up my look. Long hair, short hair and every length in between and the colours to match. From about 2016, I started sticking mainly to blonde because my hair was becoming increasingly grey and the blonde made it easier to cover. That had its own issues because I live out bush and wash my hair with boar water. So my hair would look gorgeous when I left the hairdresser and then after a couple of washes it went brassy, even with the purple shampoo. And then after two to three weeks the roots started showing again. It was starting to feel like a hamster wheel I couldn't get off. My hair was quite dry and damaged and even though it was relatively long, I kept it up most of the time. I started looking at ways to make my hair healthier, including getting a filter for my shower head, which helps 
In July 2021, I made the decision to cut my hair to shoulder length to make it easier to transition to grey. I told a few close friends and, fam and, and my family. I got a couple of, that's brave and I could never do that and that was really it. I grew it out for about eight months and then had it cut quite short to get rid of the leftover blonde. It's now still quite short and I will admit I did not love the colour. Instead of a pretty silver that I had envisioned or even a distinguished salt and pepper, it was now a muddy colour of rat grey. Added to that, my trusted hairdresser had left town just after I made the decision to go grey. And the first hairdresser I found was not particularly what I'd call grey friendly. He was really good at cutting my hair, but on about the third time when I asked him to put some foils in, he flatly refused. He said he was happy to cut my hair really short and dye it blonde again, but foils would be a waste of time. This didn't sit right with me, so I tried another hairdresser, half prepared to throw in the towel and go back to blonde if she said no. To my delight, she fully embraced the idea of enhancing the grey rather than covering it. Sometimes timing is on your side because just two weeks before she had done a course on helping women to embrace their natural hair colour. With around half a dozen foils, it totally changed the way my hair looked. The lighter foils helped to bring out the natural silver and just like that, I'm happy with my hair again. And the upkeep is way less. So what did I learn? Well, the first thing I learned was no one really cares about your hair. I walked around with four inches of grey roots and initially I was really self-conscious, though very few people noticed or commented. And those that did, it was only very fleeting, a very fleeting comment. Um, it was never negative and then they'd just move on. Number two, you have many options. I joined a few grey hair Facebook communities and it was great to see women in different stages of transition and to see what other um, people were going through. The only problem with that is that many of the ladies were very gung-ho about going grey and gave the impression that the only choices were to dye your hair or go grey, nothing in between. And that's not true. For instance, there are several ways to transition you can shave your head, you can pixie cut, you can do a cold turkey, or, which means grow it out. Um, you can do highlights, lowlights. If you don't like it, you can change it. You're not committed to that decision forever. If you really don't like your hair after you've gone grey, you can dye it back. If your hair is still too dark, add highlights like I did. If your hair is too white and you feel it washes you out, add some low lights. And as I mentioned, if you still don't like your hair, dye it again. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. The third thing I learned was grey hair is no different to any other hair colour. It doesn't make me any older, just like going blonde again won't make me any younger. I am me, no matter what colour my hair is, it is my personality that makes me me, not my hair colour. And number four, the only opinion of me that matters is mine. It's my hair, which means it's 
my choice. It really is no one else's business what I do with it. Not my partners, not my kids, not my friends. I need to do what feels right for me. My best piece of advice if you are ready to transition to grey is if your hairdresser is not supportive, find one that is. You may have to shop around a bit, but they are out there. Okay, so that's a wrap. If you are listening on iTunes, please leave a review as this helps other like-minded women find this podcast. Also, feel free to share with others, the more the merrier. And if you haven't already done so, please subscribe. Thanks so much for listening and bye for now.